Before my celiac disease diagnosis, I thought I was dying. I had constant pain, diarrhea, constipation, joint pain, depression, anxiety, and I dropped nearly 10 kilos. No one could tell me why. I was convinced I was going to die. But then I had a diagnosis. As you'll know, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while now, unfortunately, my story certainly isn't rare. But I did something during that time which helped me so much, and it continues to help me now. I would encourage everyone listening to do this. You'll find out what that is on today's episode of a gluten-free podcast. Hey, welcome to a gluten-free podcast, the show where we'll be exploring all things gluten-free. I'm your host, Ben. Whether you have celiac disease like me, you're gluten-free for other reasons, or you just want to learn more about the gluten-free diet, then this podcast is for you. Let's get into it. Hello and welcome to a gluten-free podcast. This is a weekly show where I talk to people all around the world about some really helpful and inspiring things that they're doing in the gluten-free community. And I also share my own story of having celiac disease and living life as a gluten-free dad. Before we get into the episode today, I would like to take the time to acknowledge the beautiful land. I'm looking out onto it right now, straight out the window of our bedroom onto a very sunny day. Uh, which has been a bit of a rarity lately uh, here in the Southern Highlands. Uh, but this is, was, and always will be Gundungara country. And the Gundungara people are the true custodians of this land. I would like to pay my respect to their elders, past, present, and emerging, and acknowledge the stories, traditions, and living cultures of all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Also, I am no health professional. I speak to a lot of health professionals on this show. They offer some fantastic advice. Uh, but anytime you hear anything on this podcast spoken by myself today specifically or my guests, please always remember to seek out your own personal medical advice when it comes to making any changes to your health or your diet because what works for me and my guests on this show may not work for you at all. Okay, so let's get into today's episode. All right, so on today's episode, I'm going to be covering something pretty heavy. Um, and before I do get into that, I would firstly like to say if you are suffering from any depression, anxiety, any mental health issues whatsoever, uh, maybe feel free to skip this episode and go listen to a happy guest episode or you know another gluten-free thoughts episode and come back to this one because it's going to get pretty heavy and I'm going to be discussing topics of mental health uh, which you may not feel comfortable to do and please always reach out to to Lifeline I'll put that link in today's show notes and uh, and please always seek out medically qualified professional help if you are struggling uh, mentally or physically for that matter. But yes, okay, so I want to discuss something uh, very heavy today. So during the time just before my diagnosis, uh, during that year in the lead up to it, I started getting sick at the beginning of 2020. And as I said in the, I'm sure I said <laughs> in my first episode of this podcast, it was a crazy, crazy time. And you can go back and listen to the specifics of it, but in general, you know, there was fires, floods and COVID all going around and we had a one-year-old kid, you know, our first daughter. Um, and so it was just a manic time. It was a very stressful time. But on top of it all, I started to, my celiac disease was obviously activated from a gastro bug that my wife and I caught. And 
it was just uh, an incredibly stressful time. And I didn't know all these symptoms I was having. I was trying to go to different health professionals to ask what was happening and I couldn't get an answer. And I just legit thought I had some rare form of cancer and that I was going to die. And it was really funny because, well, not funny, but uh, my wife brought this up the other night and said, you know, um, are you still doing a lot of writing at the moment? And I said, yeah, I do it, you know, when I can. I always like to just sit down and write something. Uh, I used to do it every single day. And she said, when did you start doing that? Like, you know, writing every single day. Uh, and I said, when I thought I was dying, <laughs> when I actually thought I was dying at the beginning of 2020, uh, when all my celiac disease symptoms started and I was going for mountains of tests and didn't know what was happening, what the answer was. And I actually wrote, I started writing a letter, which sort of turned into, started turning into a book, really. <laughs> I started writing chapters in it um, to our little miss, to our eldest daughter, because I thought, look, I'm not going to be around. I think, um, you know, I was convinced I was going to die for some reason. And I started writing this letter to her and I've just opened up my old iPad and I have actually got that with me and it's intense and had a few tears just reading it um, just to see for one, you know, my thoughts about our daughter at that stage and also just sort of in awe of my mind frame at that time and how I twisted into a spiral with um, my thoughts and specifically my negativity around those thoughts at the time. And it's a super hard read, to be honest, but it highlights how I was feeling and how many symptoms I was having of celiac disease, which would definitely indicate to be tested for celiac disease. But as I and so many others on this show talk about so frequently, it is not tested for even when you are displaying a lot of symptoms and even when it runs in the family, uh, which is just, it's horrible to read that I was going through that without an answer and suffering from all this pain and discomfort and mental and physical health issues when I didn't need to in the first place. But it's really eye-opening reading this. And this is something that I wanted to talk to you about today. It was a horrible time that time when I wasn't getting an answer, when I was having all these symptoms and when I felt like I was in that downward spiral, I definitely was in a downward spiral. Uh, but it is really super interesting to go back and read this. And I would encourage everybody, I, I keep a journal now and I've started doing that just every single day. I write down a very uh, small summary of the day and I also include some uh, gratitude, empathy, and mindfulness, which Hugh Van Kylenberg uh, created. Uh, he didn't create it, but he's come up with, uh, you know, um, a format to write down in a journal style, you know, every single day if you can. Uh, and he has those that he sells through the Resilience Project, uh, through his organization. And it's fantastic. It's really helped me. And I do this, yeah, every single night I sit down and I write. It's sort of, it's sort of a little bit 
of what Hugh Van Kylenberg has created with his well-being journals, which I, I will put that link in the show notes. If you want to go get those, you could um, you could do it that way, or you could just sort of write up your own. Also, in his book, he has a fantastic book named The Resilience Project: Finding Happiness Through Gratitude, Empathy, and Mindfulness. I read that and I was just hooked. I wanted to learn more about everything about all these different studies around it, about Hugh himself and his uh, his podcast, of course, The Imperfects. That's a fantastic show. I've talked about that a few times on on this podcast itself. But the book itself is just a fantastic starting point. And I would encourage everybody listening to go and read it if you haven't already. Um, but he just lists, so it's GEM, G-E-M is the acronym. And he has this little... Uh, example of what you can just write every single day if you can or whenever you can um, just to keep a list of how you're feeling and um, just to get used to journaling your thoughts and what's happening in your day and how you can improve tomorrow and so at the back of this book is a gem exercise so he lists um, firstly it is gratitude so list three things that went well for you today And then underneath that, you say what you're most looking forward to about tomorrow. So what are you really excited about, about what's happening tomorrow? And then empathy. Think about someone who is going through or has gone through a tough time. What would you say to them? Draft a response below, then send them an email or a text to let them know you're thinking of them. Now, I was doing this a little bit, but I have sort of morphed my own uh, little journal entry that I do each night. And I'll talk about that after we finish this one. So the last one is mindfulness. So go for a walk and think about three things you can see, three things you can hear, and three things you can feel, then write them down. Now, that one is fantastic. And you can do that anywhere at any time. That's the beauty of that. And uh, I didn't, I unfortunately read this after my celiac disease diagnosis. I'm actually not too sure when this was released. I'll just have a quick look. Um, Be interesting to know, actually. It was released in 2020, this one. Huh. There you go. So it may have been released just around the time I got my diagnosis, but it looks like he may have written it in uh, 2019. But anyway, it's a fantastic book. Would highly recommend um, checking that one out. But I I just want to talk about how I have been journaling for the past, um, it's about a year or 18 months, I think I've been doing it now. So obviously I started writing all that stuff for my, my daughter um, and just sort of writing about that time and what was happening around there. I just had some dot points about COVID and <laughs> the fires and just some facts and figures and stuff around it. No idea why, maybe just for my own, you know, um, personal knowledge, just look back at that time and just be blown away by it. Like I am now just reading it for the first time since then. Um, but Look, so I started journaling. Uh, it was after my celiac disease diagnosis. Uh, I was feeling a lot better once I obviously went on the gluten-free diet. But this journaling has just really helped me, really, really helped me in more ways than one. So it helps, you know, with my mental health and my well-being, and also just to get out a lot of thoughts that are happening in my life, but also to keep track of how my health is going. You know. And bringing that to a doctor, just looking back through some journals, you know, oh, 
I had a flare up like a couple of weeks ago and I don't know where that came from. And looking back through some journals, like, oh, okay, we went out to a restaurant and that's perhaps like the, the reason for that. You can start to spot things and there's patterns that develop over time and it's really, really helpful in more ways than one. But how I actually um, write down everything that's going on for me each night, I will grab my journal right now and I'll let you know. So I just have this really small book. <laughs> I used to have a larger one, but now I just, I like to just scribble down a really short caption of the day, what the major events were, just so it can jog my memory of the day. So I just start with that. And then I do write down, uh, you know, sort of a gem style exercise as well. So I write three things that went well for me today. So I focus on the three positive things that went well. And then what I'm most looking forward to tomorrow um, and it can just be one thing. And then on the last one, I try to list a random act of kindness. So I write it down as R-A-O-K. Um, so it must look super weird to someone who is looking at my journal for whatever reason and thinking, what is Rayok? <laughs> uh, ben cannot spell, but I can. Um, it's just an acronym. So random act of kindness, I just, I try to as much as possible, you know, do a random act of kindness every single day, whether that be, you know, writing back to an Instagram DM to someone who is just diagnosed and who wants to know about something or whether that is just letting someone in, in traffic. Uh, and, you know, you can see that they're just in a rush and they need to get somewhere and it's like, okay, just, you know, let them go ahead or whether it is just listening to someone. Um, with their struggles or whether that is just texting a friend, just asking if you're okay, whatever it is, just one random act of kindness that I can think about, uh, I will list that in that journal entry. And then I basically just give myself a bit of bit of love, you know, just say, look, you're doing good. You're doing the best that you can do at the moment and uh, keep it up. And then I write, I've started, <laughs> I seem to add something. So my pages are getting more and more full every day. But I write at the top of my journal entry, I just write um, the date. I do that before all my journal entries, by the way. But I also just put right at the top of the page after I've written everything, a quote that sort of stand, stood out to me in the day or that someone has said something that sort of, you know, stuck with me. And it can be as simple as, you know, ah, sometimes, you know, we do what we can, don't we? And I'll, so I'll just, you know, if someone has said that and it's stuck in my head all day, I'll just say, we do what we can. Just something simple and something sort of, that sort of resonates with me, but it sort of serves as a bit of motivation. Um, and it also helps me, you know, jog my memory of that day when I hear that quote on a podcast or whether it's, you know, uh, someone speaking to me when I'm down at the shops or if I'm speaking to a friend or a family member or something, it's just a really short sentence that just, you know, really helps me. It just, it really helps me jog my memory. And it also just helps me encapsulate what that day was like. Um, and so I just wanted to share that with you because I think journaling and or just writing down your thoughts every now and again, whether they be physical thoughts, mental thoughts, feelings, things that have happened to you during the day. It's so powerful to look back at that, just to see where you're at now and where you were then, whether it be a day, a week, a month, 
you know, a year, a years ago, it's so powerful to write those things down as you're going through them because you'll look back at them and you'll think, wow, like things have changed so much in a short period of time or in a long period of time. And we do, we change so much. And I think if we can sort of capture things that are happening in the moment, you know, it doesn't have to be every day. I know I do that and it it does really help me, but it just helps. It really, really helps. And so I hope you can take that on board. If you're already doing journaling and you don't know about Hugh van Kallenberg and his work with the Resilience Project, please go check it out. I encourage everybody to check out his work. Phenomenal guy, great, great story. And, um, and just doing some amazing work with schools, which is so powerful. As I know with my wife being a school teacher and having family and friends who are teachers, it's super important to teach that next generation um, coming up and just because it's, it's a crazy world out there at the moment and, um, and we need to prepare them for that. And I know that everything will be okay because we've all got to figure it out together. But um Yes. Anyway, I will stop rambling. I hope that helps you today. I hope that this episode has helped you in some way. I really do try to make these shows as helpful as possible. And I hope that you love the guest episodes. Got so many more great ones coming up for you. Been so busy interviewing. There's a lot of people doing some really fantastic stuff, releasing some great stuff. They've got some really awesome news and exciting things coming up. So Please follow this podcast and uh, share it on socials as well so other people can find it. Tag me on Instagram, A Gluten Free Family. I love to see where you guys are listening to the podcast and how you're listening to it, whether you're at work or at the gym or in the car or wherever it may be. Um, I love it and I love this community. This is why I continue to do it, do this podcast and keep showing up every week. So take care of yourself. Um, remember just take it one step at a time and, and write down stuff, write it down, create a journal. It helps. It's helped me so much. Look after yourself, look after other people as well. Be kind. The world is full of so much hate at the moment. So just be gentle with each other and just check in on each other. And I will see you back here next week. Gluten-free fam. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me here on a gluten-free podcast. If you're enjoying it and think someone else would too, please share it with them. Also, I'd really appreciate you giving a rating and review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening on. You can find me on Instagram at a.gffamily or send an email to aglutenfreefamily at gmail.com. I'll add all this info in the show notes. Until next time, bye for now.